0: Like, everything that we do for pleasure is, like, basically consumed by capitalism. Pleasure is, like, so deeply commodified that we don't know how to be, like... Our relationship with pleasure is, like, really basically just fucked. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down, like, 400, 477 stairs just to not be naked because everybody's definition of happiness is different and, like, changes all the time. So you're, like, chasing this impossible dragon or, like, whatever it is that doesn't exist, really. But, yeah, as long as you're, like happy in your life then you're successful that's it amen yeah i mean and and don't hurt anyone okay yeah that's that's important be happy in your life but don't don't hurt anyone
1: that's maxine yo and this is the yuck free podcast all right and we're back uh, welcome to part one of my conversation with Maxine Yeo. I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with her uh, and I hope that you do as well. When I was listening to the podcast again to summarize the episode, I listened to it at 1.25 speed and I, me being the five-year-old that I am found it really humorous and I decided to keep that speed for this episode. We might go back to regular speed. Uh, for part two who knows but yeah that's that's that (laughs) and uh, a moment to talk about our sponsor Lavendel Lounge they make sustainable clothing Um, I know one of the owners Emily Suderman and she's always cared about the environment and everything is handmade everything's super comfortable ethically sourced you name it check out Lavendel Lounge do not know their uh, website, but if you can look it up on Google, I'm sure it'll be there. Uh, you can also look it up on Instagram, Lavender Lounge, uh, yeah, that is it. Enjoy the episode.
2: Okay, well, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hey, thank, thanks so much for having me, Ken. Yeah. It's really great to be here. So you've written a book? I have, I have. And this... um, It hasn't made the bestseller list. No, not yet. Not yet, but...
2: But you can pre-order it now.
0: You can pre-order it, and then that actually counts towards your first week of sales. Fun fact about, like, the publishing industry. Oh, okay. Pre-orders count towards your first week of sales, and that's why a lot of... Books get onto the bestseller list for one week, and then after that they drop off. So it's actually if they've been on the bestseller list for like two weeks, that's when you know it's actually a good book.
2: Oh, but they never they never list that though. They always say like bestseller, and that's it.
0: Yes, but you can check to see if it if like if you're the author or you're the publisher, that's how you check to see if people actually are interested. Oh, oh yeah. Having it be a bestseller long term, it's like it's two weeks.
2: But as a reader, how would you know that? Like would you? I would check the chart. The chart. I don't don't know. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um.
0: But yes, pre-order it now for the low, low price of twenty nine ninety nine. You too can have a book that I haven't written.
2: That seems quite reasonable. I, I think the whole...
0: So, I actually did want to write a book. Oh, okay. Yes, but it, it really hasn't happened.
2: What, what, what would it be about?
0: It is a book with uh with Jenny. So Jenny and I co-authored. were... co author Co-authored. Okay. It was going to be like, co-authored by a few people. Everybody was going to take a chapter. We actually have a domain for it. Oh, cool. I have not told anybody about this because we haven't done anything except for buy the domain. That's really cool. But it's called The War on Pleasure. And it's about how like... Like everything that we do for pleasure is like basically consumed by capitalism. Wow. So like, pleasure is like so deeply commodified that we don't know how to be like, our relationship with pleasure is like really basically just fucked. And so each, each chapter was going to be on like a different theme. So on like sex, on like sports, Mm. on like, you know, all these things that like people are really passionate about and that like, they get them, each person would write about like, you know, the thing that they're really passionate about or something they know a lot about that revolves around pleasure Mm -hmm. and its relationship with like being commodified so yeah we did pl- we did plan to write a book and we have the domain but no work has happened on it except we have a title
2: that's cool uh, and each,
0: oh and each chapter was supposed to be um uh, 69 pages because that was funny <laughs>
2: that's a lot of content yeah 69 pages
0: well like you know large print
2: uh, okay pictures, yeah. pictures yeah, yeah yeah a comic book
0: <laughs> i can't believe i didn't tell you about this or anybody really i've just been sitting on this for like two years
2: two years wow almost what, what's the name of the domain
0: it's the war on pleasure
2: dot dot uh, com. dot com. Wow, you got dot com. We did, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I feel like that's that's probably a hard one to get. Nobody it. <laughs> the War on Pleasure. The War on Pleasure. Yeah, it was also the name of
0: our Wi Fi in Beijing.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Oh, is that where the idea sparked?
0: No, 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 no. We we came up with the book and then we got Wi Fi. Oh wow. Yeah. It took us like three weeks to get Wi Fi in Beijing.
2: Because we can't speak Chinese. That was the main bottleneck. Of-
0: yeah, because like, we had call them and be like, "Hey, would you like to install some Wi Fi in our ha-? like?" Yeah. We had to get somebody else to do that and like trying to figure out like a plan and then the, the, we'd arrange for the person to come and then have somebody be there so that they could talk to the freaking person and then put the white you know it was very complicated yeah i mean well so we got went three weeks without wi-fi
2: how was that terrible right really?
0: well and then we got internet and then realized we couldn't look up anything we wanted to so it wasn't really
2: that great anyways oh interesting because it's china right right yeah and is it just baidu there like
0: what oh god baidu's the worst but I, yeah that's all they have uh, why is it the worst it's like the first eight pages are, of search results are just ads
2: no. Yeah, it's totally. like it's not
0: useful as a search engine. I don't know what
2: people do. Really? Wow.
0: Like maybe I'm using it wrong.
2: No, no I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't like, read. Can? So, so you, Then how do you look anything up?
0: Me? Like, yeah. Like when you oh, were We would just get VPN. Oh okay. Yeah, we would. We but like it wasn't consistently available to us. So you went back to the days of like having like arguments about stupid things like, how many times can you stack a school bus before it like reaches the sun? You know, like now you can look that up and there's no bar fight about it. But like we went back to like debating stupid things. Yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised though. I'm sure that person like won this award, like that that movie won the Academy Award that year, and you're like, I mean, we have no way of finding out.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I kind of like that. I don't know. It's nice. It's nice to to debate things sometimes and not just have the answer. Right I away.
0: kind of like it. Yeah. It, it was depends. charming for a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Would you say that's the longest you've gone without Wi-Fi? But you had access to the internet. You just didn't. You just wasn't available in your apartment. Mm, yes. And you had like on campus. And yeah, stuff.
0: yeah. We could like log into like the cafe.
2: Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: But, but we still couldn't search things up because, like, the first week that we were there was like gold, uh, like national holiday, and they shut down all the VPNs. So like, if you like don't know how long to boil an egg for, you can't look it up.
2: That's sad for many reasons. One, like boiling an egg is you would imagine fairly simple. Yeah. But
0: you know, if you want like a soft boiled egg, you know it's like six minutes or seven minutes or some shit like that. But you wanted to like remember, like yeah, oh, I'm not no, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just stupid things like that where you're like, oh, I'll just look it up. And like how frequently you do that every day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're really like dependent. Truly. Yeah. Really. Yeah. In some ways to our own detriment because like, I don't know, like trying to navigate through a city or like anywhere really without Google Maps, is just oh. impossible. No. Yeah.
0: That was terrible. Truly terrible. Not having transit planner. You know, Google Maps, they tell you what bus to take and where to get oh. off and get on.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's not a thing. Terrible. Yeah.
0: And in a city that you don't, you've never been to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Where you can't read. That's also fair. But I think I also romanticized the idea of, like, going to a place and then not having that access as well. I think well. that
0: you are thinking very romantically about mm-hmm. it. And I think yeah. that it was deeply stressful. And none of us pooped for two weeks because we were so stressed. What? Yeah, like, we were like, hey, have you pooped? And like, no, nobody had for, like, two weeks. What? So we weren't eating because it was really hard to acquire food because you had to, like, order in Chinese. And, like, <gasps> people have dietary restrictions. So you have to be, like... Oh yeah. No meat. And like, it was just stressful to try and navigate all that kind of thing. And then by the time you got the food, you didn't want to order a huge amount because like what if it wasn't what you wanted, which happens a lot. So you ordered a small amount, but it was so stressful to get the small amount that you like, you're like, ah, this is fine. I'm just going to continue on with the rest of my horrible day. And like two weeks in, like everybody was so stressed and like not shitting.
2: Wow. Wow. And how many people is everybody?
0: Mm, Five of us.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's a a huge, huge group of people to not be pooping.
0: Totally. Yeah. I mean, it changed very quickly after that, but it was just funny because, you know, I also like getting used to like a new diet and stuff and like being in a new country.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember at first you were like, oh, like dumplings, like two bucks or whatever oh, it was. No. And then like a week later you were like, fucking dumplings. I can't <laughs> eat any more
0: dumplings. I don't want any more. Yeah. That's
2: sad. That's sad. Because dumplings are
0: great. Yeah, you could get 10 for less than a dollar. It's nuts. Yeah. It was a subsidized cafeteria,
2: but. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You should do a, a dumpling eating. You should have done a dumpling eating contest. <sighs>
0: We were practically doing dumpling eating contests anyways because we really liked them at first they were so cheap
2: yeah fair enough i I think i would go nuts as well on that right yeah would you say that's like the longest you've gone like without without, wi-fi oh Oh, yeah without pooping for sure i would hope
0: (laughs) um without yeah probably yeah like since i was a kid
2: right since since like wi-fi was a thing yeah 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 i'd say so Mm. but it it was it was stressful
0: very stressful yeah. but I think it would be less stressful if I was like on vacation like we were trying to set up our lives too. yeah yeah so there was a lot of things that you needed to do and it's like quite important you know yeah like that's when you're like I don't think that this is charming at all
2: do you think like a b- big reason why you took that leap and moved there was because like you had like that support like your friends were also going or do you think you would have gone regardless
0: <sighs> well I had to decide to go like before I made any of those friends like I had to decide to go a year and a half ahead of leaving on the trip and a year and like six months before meeting anybody from the cohort so, like, it made me feel good that I knew that I was going to go with a bunch of people that I would have already spent a year with, but I didn't know if I was going to, like,
2: like them even, like
0: anyone, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, right, because I remember that, because, like, China was always something that was talked about. Like, yeah, you, I mean, ha- like, you
0: had to go to China for this program, but it was a okay. year after it starts
2: yeah. that you go. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, like, if, if you were, like, opposed to the idea, like, you just couldn't do this program?
0: You, yeah, you couldn't do it. Uh. Yeah, so I knew that I was going, and I knew that... I'd be with people that I had met before, but I didn't know that I'd have good friends. So I was very happy to have good friends. And Jenny, who is like, you know, one of my closest friends now, we spent the whole year not talking to each other. Like leading up to going to China, like I barely knew her. She's a cold and heartless person. No, she's just just really like stoic, you know? Like she just, she has no expression on her face. Everybody thinks that she hates them, but she's just like unbothered by everything. Hmm. Um... So, we, yeah, we just, like, didn't become friends until we started living together and, like, having to deal with each other's, like, madness. And uh, it was very nice. And, yeah, like, I moved to China knowing that I was going to live with this woman that, like, I had a whole, spent a whole year going to class with and, like, not really talked to. And it's me who, like, talks to everybody. Right. So I was like, well, I can't be good. Like, oh, well.
2: And it was, like, an, an instant, like, bonding where you guys were immediately, like, oh, yeah, like, this is fine. Or was there, like, a feeling up period?
0: It was immediate bonding. Right. So, like, my flight landed, I want to say, like, two hours before her flight landed and I was at a different terminal because I took a really cheap airline <laughs> so like the terminal that I was at I had to like take up like navigate take a bus try to find her but we hadn't really done a lot of communicating because she was flying in from Toronto and so I had to like figure out what flight she was going to be on like okay how many flights are coming in from Canada today like which ones are flying from Toronto like try to narrow it down and then go to that terminal and just wait just Open. like look around and yeah. so like it was such a hard time finding her. And the Wi-Fi um, at the airport requires you to register with a phone number, but I don't have a Chinese phone number. So like we didn't have the Wi-Fi. Mm. So when we did find each other, it was just like instantly we we're like, Oh God, oh thank God, hi, hi, hi. Like, you know, like it was just like really nice to see each other and we were like, All right, we're in it together. We're basically married this year. This is just we're gonna just do it all, it'll be fine. And then we stayed at this really sketchy Airbnb. Um that was really hard to get to. I mean, everything in Beijing is really hard to get to, but we stayed in this really sketchy Airbnb where like you'd get in the elevator, it would like shutter and the lights would turn off.
2: That's scary. So I was like,
0: yep, we're gonna die here. And yeah, and then we didn't poop for two weeks.
2: Wow, yeah, that is-
0: But it makes very quick friends of somebody that I hadn't talked to for like a year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that—that that, that is somewhat also like a thing that you can probably do pretty easily as well. You're a pretty sociable person.
0: Yeah, but then it's like, why, did, why didn't it happen the whole year that we were in Vancouver for?
2: Oh yeah, I mean the environment not, has, has not something for, to play with it too. Not for lack of me trying either. Oh really? A lot. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, okay. I was like student council and stuff or whatever the fuck it is. It's like I arranged yeah. all the social events.
2: Oh. Okay. She just didn't
0: come to any of them.
2: Right, right, yeah. She's a bit of a an introvert. She's in yeah, life. She's very introverted. Okay, and you'd say you're you're an extrovert.
0: I like to think of myself that way, but then now with like pandemic, I'm like, I don't know how to talk to people anymore. Mm. Like I don't, I can't remember like what's appropriate to say to people <laughs> that don't know me.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if I, you're probably like, I don't know, you're probably like similar to, to me in some sense where like it's easy to talk to someone one-on-one or, like maybe like even like in a smaller group but like maybe in like a larger setting it's like certainly when I feel like, oh, like I, I feel like maybe like less comfortable.
0: It's, I don't know. I think I used to be okay in like a larger setting but now it's like I've spent the whole like two years only talking to people that I know like really well. You know, like you and I have known each other for like 10 years. So like it's, you're not going to be like, well, oh, I don't know what Max's intention is. Or like, you know, I, I'm not, you know, you know, like what kind of joke that I'm going to be making. We have like a shared, like repertoire of like events to pull from. And you're like, oh yeah, that did happen. and That was funny. It wasn't mean. Or you know what I mean?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: But like meeting people that don't have that after like only talking to people that have that for two years, I'm like, oh no, what I'm saying might be kind of offensive. And right. I, right. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. I'm just used to everybody like knowing my reference. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's it's just very uncomfortable. It's not like a large setting either. It's like, People who have gotten girlfriends or boyfriends during the pandemic. So, like, I have been talking to them, but I haven't really met their significant other. Now I'm meeting the significant other and I'm saying things that I probably shouldn't say. And I'm, like, seeing myself do it. And I'm, like, I don't know how to be, I don't know how to meet people anymore.
2: Hmm. Well, you can definitely, like, yeah, it's definitely a skill, like, socializing with strangers. Like, it's definitely, like, it's not just, like, I mean, obviously some people are, like, more naturally inclined to do that. But, like, I'm sure, like, exposure to it, like, just makes you more comfortable with it as well. So, I totally get that.
0: Yeah, but I usually think of myself as, like, that's an easy task. But now I'm finding it, like... Oh, you're very awkward, like me. Realizing oh, that I'm very awkward, okay.
2: awkward as a person. Hmm. But yeah, again, like I mean, that goes back to what I'm saying, like of, of it being like a skill, right? like like a lot of things.
0: Yeah, what isn't yeah. a skill, Ken? Like name something that's not a skill.
2: Um, like uh, okay, hmm. that's a good question. Um, you liking something—it's not a skill.
0: I don't know about that. No, some people that like have no passion for anything.
2: So you gotta learn to learn to like something.
0: Appreciating things, yeah, mm-hmm. liking things, being invested in them—it's a skill.
2: I mean you can learn about a topic Will you learn to but you might not like it, like it. yeah, yeah that's, that's actually pretty philosophical <laughs> shit
0: you sound stoned
2: <laughs> maybe i am stoned I oh know.
0: no, no. <laughs> you're not even drinking
2: no no i i, I don't want i don't know i don't want to drink like too last, last time like i i drank with fraser when we when we did this and? and every like sentence ended with or started with or somewhere in the middle had the word like in it
0: oh no i i did that too
2: oh when when you're drunk
0: I wasn't even drunk. I was just trying to tell a story. And I I did it as a voice note to like this this like big group chat that I'm in with my dance girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. I played it back for myself and every other word was like and I <laughs> I was just like getting more and more upset at myself
2: yeah. as I was listening
0: to it back. I was like every time it happened I was like I I just I'm going to die now and nobody needs to know that this ever happened.
2: Yeah. That that's the reason why like most of Fraser's podcast is just un- unusable.
0: cuz We should have like a like counter where Yeah, thing, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And then whichever interview has the most likes
2: yeah, because there'll definitely be more likes there than actual likes on the podcast, so.
0: Right, it'll be like it, the behind-the-scenes
2: yeah. director's cut. When Nick and I tried to first do it, we tried to, to film it, actually.
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
2: but it didn't work uh, because the video just kept focusing and refocusing. Like, you know when it does that? That like, just sounds
0: like a technical issue for you.
2: Yeah. I, like, I, you can easily sort that out. We could easily sort that. that. I just didn't want to redo like, the whole episode.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: moving forward, I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to put it on Spotify. We don't need a video podcast.
0: Yeah, no, I'm glad. I did not dress up for this.
2: Oh. What, what would you have worn? For
0: something fabulous. No, I don't know. Okay. Something nice.
2: Something nice. Okay.
0: Mm, yeah. I probably wouldn't like nicer makeup.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I might be wearing pants. Pants? Yeah, probably would have been a good call.
0: Or or we both wouldn't be wearing pants.
2: Oh. Pantsless podcast.
0: Pantsless, the Pantsless podcast. Yeah.
2: It's pretty good. It's
0: pretty good. I just need to figure out what the central theme is other than like, not wearing pants.
2: You talk about, actually, I yeah, no, don't know. Don't about, talk about
0: not wearing pants. No. Oh, maybe no. all the times in your life where you haven't worn pants. I don't know. Mm.
2: So, every day in my case. Yeah. 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 So. Speaking of not
0: wearing pants, mm. I've been spending most of my time off at Rec Beach. So, that's been really nice.
2: Oh, that's cool. Are there still people selling stuff there? Yeah, of course. Oh, it's just always a thing. Yeah, what do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Like, I wasn't sure if, like, I don't know, like, whether there'd be, like, a bunch of people going down there. But I guess, like, I don't know, you would probably expect more people.
0: Oh, it's, it's been way busier since COVID because there's, like, nowhere else to go. Mm. And, like, a lot of rowdies are showing up and, like, pissing off the locals. Yeah, there's yeah. a Rec Beach Facebook group with all of the, like, like a, like local original ref Beach people in it, and they are just like constantly fighting about like the like boombox people or like if you wear clothes to ref Beach they call you a textile. Like, a textile. The damn textiles keep coming down here. Really? Like, yeah. Wow. People are pissed.
2: Why are they are they just pissed of the type of people that wear clothes like because they tend to be like of a certain type or are they just pissed that people wear clothes? It's a
0: combination of both. Oh, do you wear clothes? No. Oh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down like 400, 477 stairs just to not be naked. Is it freeing? I don't know, man. you could try it. You don't
2: okay, know. well, I, maybe I will. There's nothing but stopping you. No, no, really Only isn't. your
0: own shame.
2: <laughs> sure, yes.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I just, you know it's very freeing, I like it. I like yeah. being naked outside.
2: I guess, like, regardless, I, I mean, no like, I would be more tempted to do it if it was just more convenient. I just don't want to, like, bus out to UBC. And... Well,
0: that's what I mean. Like, I'm going there because I want to be, I, like, if I wanted to not be naked on the beach, I would just go to kids.
2: Oh, yeah. Because, huh. yeah, busing yeah, people, out. people tend to, to yell at me when I do that to kids, so.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. There was, um, like, because it's legal for women to be topless in public in Canada. Because it's legal for men to be topless in Canada. Mm, so I not know that. it's technically legal for you to just, like, walk around, like, the only it's thing is In a pu- In any public area. Huh. You can't do it in, like, a p- private business because they'd be like, no shirt, no shirt, that whole thing. But, um, yeah, so there was a protest last weekend, um... At Kits Beach, where they're like, everybody, like all women should like come to Kits Beach and like be topless in public because this is our right and really like fought for it, and like we should normalize nudity at like the other beaches because like we're allowed to have our like tops like off. Right. Um, I didn't go, but I thought that was interesting.
2: That is interesting. So wait, like any park, you can be anywhere. Oh, that's... yeah,
0: as long as it's uh, public.
2: That's cool. But can you? But you can't be fully nude.
0: You gotta keep your bottom on. Oh, okay.
2: But isn't it like, like that bike race that they have every year? where? Uh, I think
0: that's a special exception.
2: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I okay. don't think
0: that's part of the... I don't know if that's necessarily kosher. I think nobody just nobody complains about it. Right,
2: right, right. We're a liberal enough place that, that yeah. people are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you could just like walk... Not you, but I could just walk out without my... T- I'd just get harassed. So the protest was to be like, you know, we should normalize this so that if you wanted to do that, you wouldn't be harassed.
2: Right. But, yeah. I think that's a cool, cool thing to support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We were having this discussion the other day um, on whether or not, like, it was morally justifiable to, like, have violence, I guess, like, to, I guess, I don't know, to protest, but have, to include violence in it. And um, I was under the impression that, yeah, I was like, well, if the the ends justify the means, then, yeah, I mean, it's probably, like, justifiable to have some form of violence, obviously, to, just as long as the ends justify the means, so.
0: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think yeah. I like like the state uses violence. So, like it's True. If you yeah, I don't know. I don't think that you can like you know, it's like there's no there's no MLK without Malcolm X, you know? Right. Like they both needed to be doing what they were doing in order for like civil rights to Yeah, like, exactly. So, like let's not pretend that like ML MLK did it all, you know, through peaceful protest.
2: Yeah. But it's yeah, but th- that's that's actually like a really good example because like, you know, you can't just I mean, like, well, you can hope to educate people, but like first you need their attention. It's like the two-pronged
0: situation you have to have all the all the pieces i think
2: yeah, yeah yeah somebody
0: needs to be applying pressure right nobody wants to deal with the uncomfortable things so somebody needs to be applying pressure but there also needs to be somebody doing the other stuff the, the
2: cleaner, the, 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 oh, yeah, the cleaner
0: yeah. nicer happier stuff needs to also happen okay it can't be all hard terrible things yeah it yeah. has to be some hard terrible things because you're protesting a pretty hard and terrible thing
2: yeah, yeah. and many people don't like being screamed at
0: no yeah yeah or fought against or shot with rubber bullets so hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think we are we are in agreement on that.
2: Okay. Good. Good. Um, okay. So I I wanted to ask the previous guest this, but I I think because of the alcohol, I didn't have a chance to. This is um, interesting.
0: So this means this, is a, this was a question for Fraser. This was a question. for you're everyone. now asking me. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, yeah. It's a general question. Okay. Yeah. So like, how do you define success? Oh.
0: Um. How do you define success? I don't know. Just like being happy. Is that, like, too no, simple I mean, an answer? No. Like, it's not a simple answer because everybody's definition of happiness is different and, like, changes all the time. So you're, like, chasing this impossible dragon or, like, whatever it is that doesn't exist, really. But, yeah, as long as you're, like, happy in your life, then you're successful. That's it. Amen. Yeah, I mean, and, and don't hurt anyone.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, that's that's important. Be happy in your life, but don't, don't hurt anyone.
2: What if the ends justify the means?
0: I, what, like, what do you mean by that?
2: like well i don't know like if you say, be, like a
0: happy slave owner you're like ooh this is great like i don't i don't think that that's successful
2: yeah but but yeah. i mean like what if like in order to like let's say you're someone that's trying to educate the slave owner but like i don't know maybe like you like i don't know you end up like hurting him somehow or whatever like but like you or like you end up like protesting a bunch of like slavery oh, that's
0: not hurting people i think i'm, I'm saying like a pretty severe like that's making people uncomfortable.
2: No, yeah, but, but let's say like as a consequence, maybe you don't do this exactly, but but the the, the thing starts, and then there's a bunch of like riots, people, like businesses get like broken into that kind of things. So people are hurt, you know, people are injured, that kind of thing. But yeah, it, I'm alright with that. Okay, <laughs> cool
0: with that. That's fine with me.
2: I mean, but it's, I mean, in
0: theory, I mean, it's, like, who knows? It's, what it's would actually, sad,
2: right? But it's like
0: no, it's shitty. It's all it's shitty. like
2: necessary. Yeah, I guess.
0: like I said, like somebody has to be applying pressure at some point. If it's all like sweet and nice, it's not. It's, the The needle will not move.
2: Mm.
0: I don't believe in that. I think historically we can probably connect some dots and and agree.
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, got a few minutes left. Uh,
0: <laughs> wow. How do you define uh, success, Ken?
2: Uh oh, that's a good question. Uh yeah, I mean like actually in high school like I I when I walked across and they they read like my uh thing. Right. Like, yes. I, so I, like
0: when you uh, like did your graduation walk. Yeah, yeah,
2: way? and then they like read the thing. I think Gabe's was like the the sea urchin one.
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
2: but anyways, um, like and mine was. I've
0: been for you all my life. Yeah. <laughs> that pops up on my newsfeed every year because I posted that video.
2: Oh, like of him just saying that.
0: Of him saying it, like in my like rehearsing it at my
2: house. Oh, he's rehearsing yeah. it to say to people. I guess. Oh God.
0: It was when he had this big list of like puns.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Good old Gabe. Yeah. In some ways he's changed, but in many ways he hasn't. Um. I hope he never changes too much. Hmm. Um. But yeah, my 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 thing was success can ultimately be defined by one word: happiness. And so. Oh,
0: well there you go, Ken. Yeah, but
2: but I, I think that you're right though. I, I've thought about it more, and it, it's it's more than just I guess because there, there's different kinds of happiness too, right? There's like the long-term happiness, which can like I don't know, just like maybe the the absence of like severe sadness or like I don't know, the absence of like.
0: I don't like, think that happiness is the absence of sadness,
2: Ken. Um, that that's not what I'm saying. Oh, like, okay, not, like, okay. Um, <laughs> but like, but well, like the the absence of like you know like huge like anxiety or like depression. Or like sorry, like that's the same thing, loneliness. But like I mean, there's also like like in the moment happiness. Where like if like obviously like throughout the last week you had spurs of happiness, but then you also generally generally could be sad. Yeah. You know? But but that's not necessarily like being happy, I guess. Being happy would be like
0: Yeah, I mean it's I also know, about like, outlook, right? Like that's why it's, like it's different. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But that brings me back to my book.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: The War on Pleasure.
2: But, okay, I can agree that pretty much, like, most things are, but, like, I mean, like, I don't know, like, you know, would you say, like, I mean, like, going to the beach and stuff, that's, like, heavily commoditized? Yeah? Commodified? Oh, yeah. Uh
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I do think so. More more to say that, like, the war on pleasure and, like, this, like, what fuels, like, so much of, like, capitalism is, like, our, like, desire to chase happiness. Like, that that is what, like... That's what creates, like, the economy. That's what creates, like, everything that we have because everybody just wants to, like, chase something and be, oh, I'm going to do this and that'll make me happy. Oh, I'm going to do this and that'll make me happy. So, like, that drives, like, all of human everything. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Because that's what any, no, that's what everybody only wants. Like, everybody just wants to be happy. Everyone just wants to be successful. There's no, like, person who's, like, I want to be terrible and have a bad life and, like, sure, live sure. in a shithole.
2: Like, but there are people that are motivated by, like, sadness, too. Sorry, like, sorry. They're motivated by um, the, the possibility of failure.
1: All right, so that was part one. Congratulations on making it to the end of the video. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you in the next one. Until then, take care.